100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I remember many years ago when my family first moved to New Jersey, we were actually the first black family on my street. Everybody else on the street were white. So you know how that went, right? So... There was one girl on the street and she would come around and we kind of hung around each other. She was a white girl and we hung out and everything. And then suddenly she stopped talking to me. Her father told her not to have anything to do with black people. Well, he used the N word. So that was fine. I wasn't going to shed no tear over that. I wasn't I wasn't feeling her like that. So I went on about my business. And even when I saw her, we, we just didn't speak anymore. You know, racism always starts in the household. They don't get it from anywhere else. They get it from their families. So life went on. Well, one day she ran her mouth one too many times and she got surrounded by four black girls. And I remember I was walking home from school that particular day. And usually I I walked home with a group of friends and we all lived on different streets. So they would turn off on their block and I only had to walk up one more block and I was home. And I saw them. Do you know she had the audacity to call me? And she looked at me and said, aren't you going to help me? And I said, no. Remember, your dad told you not to have anything to do with niggers. Remember that? I kept right on walking. You know, Ladies and gentlemen, that's when I realized these folks get taught a lot of lies. Now, we know we have been lied to all this time. We know that. But they get taught a lot of lies, too. And one of the biggest lies they get taught is believing that no matter what they get themselves into, some black person is going to come diving in to save them. Not true. So, look, you called those four black girls the N-word. It's not up to me to dive in there and save you now. But, see, 
again, just like racism is taught at home, they are taught that we are going to defend them. We're going to put our lives on the line because there's some white person. Look, honey, your skin ain't all that. Let's not go overboard. And number two, I didn't get you in that altercation. It's not up to me to get you out of it. But see, they are taught this. They're taught no matter how rotten they are to us, we love them so much we're going to help them. That's not true. It's not true. Never been true. And it's not our place to dive in and make it true. The way I see it, you got yourself into that. You fend for yourself now. It wasn't so much fun when you realize I wasn't going to dive in there to save you. Now, what am I going to look like? First of all, I wasn't there when the altercation started. I did not see what you did to those girls, but I can imagine what you did because of how you treated me. And I had later found out from those black girls what she did. I'm not defending that. Okay, you took your racist ass out there, but you think I'm going to dive in there and help you fight off four black girls? No. And she couldn't believe I left her high and dry. She couldn't believe it. What do you expect? The thing is, it wasn't until years later, years later, she actually told me she didn't blame me for walking away. You know, by then we were all grown and I guess she reflected back and she understood. But, you know, here's the kicker, y'all. Here's the kicker girlfriend married a black dude (laughs) all that stuff that she did all the stuff that she said all the stuff she said about black people and at the end of the day she married a black dude that was in the navy and of course her family didn't like it but hey she did and I know um, by the time I would say I was in my you know in, in the early part of my adulthood she had already had a couple of biracial children with this man too what a difference a day make right so ladies and gentlemen that's when I knew Racism was something that these folks passed down to each other. And and that's fine. You keep passing it down as far as I'm concerned. I don't care. You know, I live by one thing. You good to me, I'll be good to you. You rotten to me, I'm going to be rotten to you. I don't owe you anything after you do something like that. And you shouldn't have that kind of expectation that we owe you protection. We owe you um, something, even if you're treating us bad. You know, 
if you want to believe that, you go right ahead. But in the long run, you're going to see none of that is true. None of it. And I also had to learn in my life, there were some people I did value. And I did like their presence. And they were okay. And then there were other people, sometimes I'm kind of glad they kept it moving and no longer around me and I'm not communicating with them anymore. I'm kind of glad, you know, there used to be this saying, the people that are difficult actually are learning from you and the people that are good to you You are learning from them. Ladies and gentlemen, one thing about those kind of experiences when you are friends with somebody of another race and then all of a sudden racism comes into play, it sure makes you grow up a lot faster and understand that this world is never going to be fair and balanced because there are people that like it when we are at a disadvantage. Even if the disadvantage is sabotaged, they still like it. Or they'll sabotage uh, a contest and claim they're better than you knowing that the whole thing is sabotaged. These things occur all the time. You know, I think one bad thing is not preparing your children for it. You really got to prepare yourself for it. Prepare your children for it. There are people out here that are so sick. They believe they can mistreat you and you're going to put yourself on the line for them. You know, just because folks are taught lies, that doesn't mean you have to go along with the lie. Plain and simple, ladies and gentlemen, and don't allow your children to go along with the lie. You know, it's just like when you look back at history, we have fought in every single war in America. I got people in my family that fought in every single war this country had. And you see how we're treated in this society. A laundry list of things and reasons on why we shouldn't do certain things. But despite the fact that we are constantly mistreated on a 24-7 cycle, if another world war jumps off or any war, these folks seriously got the expectation that we need to go in there and bear arms too. We need to get on the front lines and die too. And they don't believe that we should feel any other way. That is, to me, a very sick mind. You know, 
We don't owe anything to people that mistreat us. Nothing. Nor should they be expecting anything from us. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes my podcast for today. Please stop by each and every day and listen to my podcast. And those of you that are supporters, I want to thank you. And if you are not a supporter, please consider becoming one. Peace, family. Mm -hmm.